this week on Tea with Queen and Jay. Can you repurpose hate speech? Do men deserve the Nobel Peace Prize Peabody EGOT Source Award Grant Fellowship as a reward for not beating or cheating on you? It's Tea with Queen and Jay, people. Drink up. Queen and Jay. Tea with Queen and Jay. Good what was me. that? That was me excited because these microphones. I think that our sound is now too clear for you to be making those sounds. Look, okay. This is the type of mic I like to speak into. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Tea with Queen and Jay. We, we are two womanist race nerds, nerds talking shit over tea, dismantling white supremacist patriarchal capitalism one episode at a time. I'm Queen. I'm Jay. And, and this, this is Tea with Queen and Jay. Jay. all right all right so we have new microphones yo i'm I'm still adjusting i'm not used to the clarity Um, the level of this like sound i want to talk like girl six now but i won't because i know it's going to make you you uncomfortable okay how you doing girl i'm good i'm a little bit hot but that's okay my dog is staring at me like she's gonna kill me later Oh my gosh, she didn't even flinch. I looked yeah, away and I looked back. Penny. I'm hey, used to my cat looking at me like a murderess. Yeah, it was like she was in a trance just now. Oh boy. Anyway, if anything happens to me, Hennessy did it. My dog Hennessy. She did it. <laughs> How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Okay. You know, chilling. Like a villain. On okay. the ceiling. <laughs> All right. If you want to follow the conversation being had on this podcast, you can use the hashtag T with QJ on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and all the social meds so that we know you are talking to and or about us. And you can talk with other people who are talking about this podcast. You can also use the now listening hashtag pod in and that lets other people know that you are listening to a podcast that you enjoy. And other folks who use the pod and hashtag can learn about T with Queen and J. Yeah. Just wanted to test the mic and all that jazz. This is Spotted Tea episode. On our Spotted Tea episodes, we don't do segments. This is how we are able to do this show weekly. Cause you know, some well, it's not usually a lot of less edits, but we try to make it less edits. Mm-hmm. You know, self care and shit like that. That's right. So Spotted Tea episode is what we doing. That's right. Uh, do you want to tell the people what libations are? Sure. So libations are when we pour some for the homies, our ancestors, the people, places, and things that give us black joy. We pour libations for them. And we're going to do it now. That's right, yo. Jay, you have libations? I do have libations. Last week, what did we say last week? Last week, we said a few things last week. First mm-hmm. of all, one of our show contributors, uh, Domingo, yo. sent us new microphones because we were like, yo, we need new microphones. So and they was like, bet. We were like, wait, what? What? <laughs> <laughs> so we have new mics. We sound better. And uh, it's fucking dope, yo. I feel like a podcaster. It's only been six years, but I feel like a for real, like professional podcaster. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is you cool. Know? This is cool. So thanks, Domingo. Yeah, yo, thank you so much. Domingo is also helping to support us on our trip to Syracuse. Yes. Thank you so much. Also, I mentioned last week that I, you know, maybe I needed some rent money. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I might have came up. I don't know. You know? 
Um, but yeah, one of my homegirls sent me a little bit of guacamole. That's so thank dumb. you so much. Yeah, I appreciate that. Thank you, Ursula. I appreciate you. And then Brandon, and forgive me if I mispronounce this, but I believe it's Chinamalum. Thank you so much for hitting me on that the Cash App, yo. Dope. Yeah, You're I really appreciate that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was like nice messages. Like, I appreciate what you do mm-hmm. and like keep speaking. People are listening. So I really, really appreciate that. And it was incredibly helpful in like closing the app to paying the rent. Because ain't nothing going yo, on by the rent. Not a motherfucking thing, yo. <laughs> like dead ass. Like, people are like, how are you? I'm like, Means rent. Means nothing. <laughs> Got to have nothing. I don't, I don't know how I am. Got to have something. Ask me like uh, later after my rent is paid. Anyway, yeah. So thank you all. Thanks for your support. Do you have libations, queen? Yes, yes, yes. So I have two libations. My first libation is for all of the listeners who sent me love and sent me great vibes. Um, and, you know, well wishes when I said that I broke up with my partner. Um, thank you for that. It was really cool to know that what I said resonated with people. I know I don't really like talk about myself like that too much. So it was not like personal, personal. They be thinking they know me. Mm-hmm. Okay. But yeah, I appreciate that. So thank you for that. So that's my first libation. Mm-hmm. And my second libation is for this short, this movie short that I stumbled upon on HBO. It's airing on HBO. It's mm-hmm. actually been at a couple of film festivals like mm-hmm. debuted there and mm-hmm. right now it's on hbo it is called hair wolf mm-hmm. i made jay watch it before we record it it is really cute mm-hmm. and funny i enjoyed it yeah no i thought it was super duper funny i think it's gonna be on hbo until the end of october that's what it says on the little notes okay. or whatever so make sure you catch it before then but yeah it's pretty cool it's so about. it's a short comedy horror film about the staff of a black hair salon and they fend off a strange new monster which is a white woman and this hair wolf her intended to like suck the life out of black culture like to give you an idea of where they go with the story mm-hmm. it's pretty cool it's directed written and directed by a black woman named mariama diallo and see it it's really cool uh, the way that i found it was that i was in a thread about people complaining about another show. Mm-hmm. So I just started reading what they were saying about the other show, about how they didn't like it. And <laughs> so this black man was like, well, y'all don't like that. Try this. Here's another thing that black women are creating. Mm-hmm. Um, so I thought that was cute. Not cute, but cool that someone was like, okay, well, here's something else. Like, yeah. we have shit. Right, right, right. There's, um, there's other stuff There's to other watch. stuff to look mm-hmm. at. So then I watched it. I actually watched it at work. So I was like, fuck them. And it was really, really cool. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. Watch it, y'all. It's funny. It's interesting. Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's a cool story. Yeah, I liked it a lot. Check it out. It's on HBO. And it was fun, actually. It's, it's all different types of black people doing all different type of stuff. So I think that um, even though, like, y'all were talking about something that you don't enjoy, that mm-hmm. a lot of other black people do enjoy for some reason. I don't know it's why. It's like, hey... <laughs> That's the thing. It's like, hey, here's here's something else. Yeah. Because there's different things like for all of us. Like yeah. something that one black person is creating that a bunch of other black people like. It's just not for me. Doesn't mean that it's bad. Even though maybe it, I think it's bad. I think it's bad. But doesn't but mean you know, that it actually is. You know, maybe it's yeah. just not for us, yo. But yeah, it was cool watching. So I was like, oh, this is for me. Yeah. <laughs> this this is yes. for me. Yeah. So definitely check that out. Um, it's called Hair Wolf. It's on HBO. HBO. Queen, do you want to tell the people how and why they can donate to Tea with Queen and Jay podcast? Yes. Mm-hmm. So donate to Tea with Queen and Jay to help sustain this podcast, progress this podcast, and keep the lights on for this motherfucking pod. 
cast. Podcast. It's lights. It's not electric bill. Just wanted to say that. Right. Okay. Okay. Light bill? Okay. Yes, light bill. Not no electric bill. Anyway. Mm-hmm. So, how to donate to Tea with Queen and Jay. Go to our website, teawithqueenandjay.com. Slide down on our homepage, and that is where that is where we have two options. Two. Our first option is our PayPal option, is that is where you could come however many times you want, drop however many times you drop off however much money you want. No commitment there. And then our next option is our Patreon option, and that there is where we're asking you for two dollars a month. Two dollars. You can give more or less. That is up to you, but we're only asking for two dollars. Those are the two ways that you can monetarily donate to Tea with Queen and Jay. And those links, direct links to that, also in our show notes. If you just want to click something and give us money right away, you know, we gotta make it you gotta make it easy for the people That's right. to give us the money. That's right. So those are the monetary ways. Ways that you can donate that are not monetarily, but just as good in value are by subscribing to this podcast. If you listen to this podcast and you have not subscribed, what the fuck are you doing? Okay. Do you love yourself? Did you get the raise? Did you get the man? Did you get the job? (laughs) Did your hair grow? Are your edges laid? Are they? Okay. So subscribe to this podcast. However you're listening to this podcast, hit the subscribe button. You know, make it permanent. Rate and review. Wherever you listen to this podcast, rate and review. We have been posting our... Apple Podcast reviews and our Instagram um, stories. Mm-hmm. Y'all can like look at them and see. Oh, I, I wrote that. Mm, I said that. I'm like that. So I like to okay. I like recognition like All that. Right. So that is <laughs> you can see some of them. Whatever other app that you use to rate and review, please do that there. That helps us. That helps people find us. That helps the algorithm. That helps people know that we have an audience. That's right. And we do read all of those. So thank you so much. Yep. Yep. And yep. Um, tag us in no post. I, I guess libations. So the people who tagged us in that shade room post, a lot of y'all did that. Thank oh you yeah, for that. that's right. Shade room was asking about like what are your like what are your favorite black podcasts or your favorite podcasts? They just said podcast. Okay, cool. And a lot of you all tagged, tagged us, so us we really there. really appreciate that. It so definitely that helps. It matters. We got some new followers, so thank you so much for doing that for us. We appreciate you. Yep. So do things like that. However, you can get the word out about Tea with Queen and Jay. Do that, and those are the ways that you can donate to us. That don't cost you money. That's right. If you would, if you have money, if you'd like to sponsor Tea with Queen and Jay podcast, if you'd like to advertise with us, you can email us at teawithqueenandjay at gmail.com. If you would like to hire us to speak at your school or organization, do a live show or consult, you can send us your email at teawithqueenandjay at gmail.com. And we have um, some donation libations this week. As we said before, Domingo broke us off. In addition to making sure that we had mics, he broke us off a little bit for our upcoming trip to Syracuse. Mm -hmm. So thank you so much. We appreciate you. We also have a new patron, Emeka. Thank you. Thank you, Emeka. And this week's PayPal donation comes from Chad. Thank you so much. And Chad says, thanks again for the advice. Much love and success to you both. We had answered um, a T-mail that Chad sent to us on the air about their job. So thank you so much, Chad. Fuck that job. Fuck that job. And <laughs> thank you for paying black women, yo, for our labor. We Word, appreciate you, yo. You. We appreciate you. Announcements. Uh, announcements. So we are bringing back our Dear White People uh, review series. We actually did a review series of the Netflix show Dear White People for season two. Um, This season, we are going to do one episode that covers the entire third season. So be sure to check that out. We're going to be doing that next week, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that's going to be that's going to drop next week. So make sure you watch it. It's going to be a spoiler filled review. And did you enjoy the season? 
So it was doing its thing. Okay. All right. So it was doing so we didn't hate it. So <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't think, hate it. Yeah, I, I think it. it's safe to watch. So check it out if it's something that you wanted to watch before we review it. Or if you don't mind spoilers, then listen to us next week as we break all that shit. It was whelming. Down. Okay. All right. It's whelming. Okay. All right. We'll get to it. We'll get to it. <laughs> so that is that. Be prepared for Dear Black People. Yes. And which then- is our review. Dude, we have events coming up. Yes, we do. What you have going on? Friendly reminder, um, Bad Bitch Affirmations, Ms. Vixen RL, is happening this week. If you are listening, like when we drop, mm-hmm. um, about to say April again, August 16th. I don't know. I want to skip to the spring. Okay. August 16th, 5.30 p.m. Um, at Cafe Con Libros. I only have two spots open now. Two. <laughs> <laughs> I have two more spots open rsvp the link is in our show notes rsvp is just a donation you name your price i want to say yo everybody's who's naming their own price mm-hmm. are naming some cute prices that's so nice y'all are very generous that's i really appreciate yo, that black women. word i really appreciate that and i put together the workshop over the weekend mm-hmm. it's really cool y'all gonna enjoy yourselves oh. so yes this this workshop is about affirming our bodies and we're talking about how our bodies feel how they look how they function and things like that i kind of want to go a little deeper in body positivity and affirming our bodies in whole ways i guess i'm still trying to figure out how i worded that but like i feel like a lot of times when we have body positive conversations it's about how our body looks and how the world perceives how we look rather than like how we feel about mm-hmm. our bodies so something more comprehensive yes exactly mm-hmm. then you're going with them words yeah that's why we a team yo that's what i'm saying that's what's up i'm Somebody excited was, com- was passing those statewide exams <laughs> <laughs> barely <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. so yes show um link is in the show notes um i'm really excited to see everyone Friday and yeah, turn up for affirmation. That's right, yo. And come, um, I don't like the word on time, but come at the time that it says to come yeah, because so it's, it's a workshop. workshop. Yeah, so it's different than other events where you don't have to come at the time that it says, yo, because we know time's not real. But in this instance, time matters. Or you just be wasting your time because I'm not starting over and you're going to just be confused. Dope, dope, dope. Mm-hmm. The following weekend will be at Afropunk Brooklyn. So if you are there, if you're planning to go to Afropunk, we'll be out there. If you see us, you going to up. Afropunk? I'm just being I silly. Am. Are you I going to Afropunk? How, yeah. how dare you? Are you sure? I am an oppressed person and I get the right what to choose kind of, where I what can find kind my of black, black liberationist is going to Afropunk this year. That's canceled. Damn. <laughs> now we'll be at afropunk if you see us say hi mm-hmm. you know me if you have some um candy okay you could pass it to me okay jay doesn't want candy no please don't offer me any candy treats <laughs> party favors <laughs> i oh i don't have Why enough self-control candy? Don't. like i have a gift for you i was like cool it was like it's not drugs <laughs> <laughs> August. <laughs> yeah just don't i i generally do like okay if it's a closed gift if it's something closed that i can take with me and keep closed and use like not at afropunk that's totally fine but like don't give me don't share any party no one really gives me, me drugs though people like to give me things yo they give me weed don't give me anything <laughs> I don't have enough <laughs> self-control yeah give jay everything jay eats the whole cookie afropunk excites me don't what appeal <laughs> what the fuck is 
just don't. Mitch Joy. It's a party. I was, I was trying. I was trying everything. Live free. You only live once. Don't give me anything. <laughs> I don't know how to act. All right. Oh, so God. thanks so much. But yeah, but if you see us out there, say what's up. We like to say hi to people. Yes. So we do. please do we that. Do. Please do that. Please do that. If you are going to be in New York for Labor Day weekend, the homies at Inner Hole Uprising are having sex trivia Sundays. So if you like trivia, drinks, talking about sex, fun, and winning free stuff, it says come on down to Inner Hole Uprising Sex Trivia Sundays. Yes, they spelled come, C U M. They always spell come that way. They, they're interesting. Mm-hmm. Sponsored by Babeland. It's at Love Story Bar in Brooklyn every first Sunday of the month. So that's happening. Is it September 1st? Oh, yes. There it is. Um, <laughs> I put it in the in notes. notes that you, it's in the you, notes. You Sorry. put them there. It's very hot in here, guys. Okay. <laughs> We're podcasting in a very hot room. So their next edition is on Sunday, September 1st at 5 p.m. Again, that's Love Story Bar in Brooklyn. And they always have a sex specialist in the building for actual figgity facts. It's not just like a girl. Let's go and talk about sex. It's so fun. Oh, my God. Do you squirt? Oh, my God. Yeah, so it's not just that. It's like, it's that. It's a good time. It's drinks, but you there's also you learn well. shit. It's also is the fucking sex specialist there. It's people who know what the fuck they're talking about. So it's fun, and you also like walk away learning new shit, and it's a good time. So yep. be sure to check that out. We'll put the link to the RSVP in the show notes, mm-hmm. and then what are we doing? We are taking a break. That's right. That's right. That's it's right. Just for a week. Just a week. Don't fret. Don't fret. Don't worry. It's just a week. Yeah, it's just a week. So for Labor Day week, we are going to Syracuse to hang out with the homies of Queer Walk Podcast for their upstate retreat. So we will be there for Labor Day weekend. And we don't want to have to stress about creating a show. So we're going to take a week off, yo. Yeah, okay. It's just a week. We'll be back. That'll be fine. Yeah, they'll be fine. Take that time to catch up on whatever shows you missed and to listen to other podcasts. Yo, I found I find that when my favorite podcasts take a break, I can like dive into like shit that's just been sitting in my yeah. queue. Like, oh shit, I actually I like this podcast. Yeah. I've just been listening to everything else because I have too many podcasts in my queue. You do have a lot in your queue. I but yeah, do. for me too, because a lot of y'all stop for the summer. Because mm-hmm. y'all want summer breaks and shit. Yeah. So I had to listen to other things. I had to listen to other things. <laughs> it's good. Yeah. So, yeah. So just to give you a heads up, we're taking a break on um, Labor Day week. Week. All right. We're going to be, well, we're not. I was say, we're going to be in the parkway. We're not. We're never, never there. Oh, I'll be on the parkway, but we're not going to be there. Not for Labor Day. I've been on the parkway for I Labor Day. No, you have. I oh. Said we're not going to. No, we're not going to be there. Know. You're right. Because we, we together are never there. <laughs> like, like you said. Yeah. All right, cool. What kind of tea are you drinking? I am drinking water with lemon. Oh. Because it's hot. I was thinking, where'd you get a lemon? But I figured it out. <laughs> All right. Cool. What kind of tea are you drinking? I'm drinking water because it's hot. But also, I'm waiting for the last <laughs> drop of this iced coffee that I put in the freezer to melt. Um, How's that going? It's coming along. It's coming along. I have a straw in here. I don't want you all to hear me sucking. Um, but... uh. It's coming along. I'm mostly just drinking the water. Mostly just the water. Gotcha, gotcha. Mm-hmm. What are your pronouns? My pronouns are she, her, they, them. What are your pronouns? She and her. Damn. And what are you affirming for yourself, Jay? I affirm that I am not a lady. I affirm that I am enough. I affirm that my apartment is paid for. Damn. My rent is paid. Mm-hmm. I'm wealthy. I'm self-employed. And my finances are abundant. I am paid. Yes. Opportunities are fruitful and bountiful without trauma. I have bags upon bags upon bags of cash. 
Okay. Um, cash money. Cash. I do not undersell myself or underquote my rate. I get my rate. I get my quote. And I am healthy. And I have time for shit. And I am rested. That's right. And my edges are strong. You do have strong edges. That's why edge control don't work for us. That's why edge control does <laughs> not work, <laughs> yo. Not for us. Oh, my gosh. I just put it on and I'd be like, this would be cute for an hour. <laughs> I just enjoy the hour, yo. Enjoy. I put a lot. I put a mm. lot on mine. Mm. That's how they stay. Do. Okay. I put a lot. I'm still figuring it out. But before we get to your affirmation, speaking of edges, um, I have a theory about Chili of TLC and I wanted to share with you guys. I think it's worth a share. I think okay. I've been watching her on Little Kim's reality show. If you don't know, Something Little Kim about has a, a reality ship. show. Yeah, it's like girls trip, cruise trip. I don't know, but I'm glad Little Kim's on a boat. I'm glad she's getting a check. I like Little Kim. Um, but anyway, Chili is on the show, boring us all to death. But oh my god, yeah, I don't. Yeah, she's boring us to death. But I was thinking, her personality makes me feel like maybe all these years she has actually been a four C chick, mm-hmm. but she's been hiding it by wearing a process right so like all of her like her soft edges and her baby hairs and all that you i said we're in the process like you were a teenager mm-hmm. in the 60s <laughs> <laughs> we're in the process because what i'm because th- it's not a perm yo whatever you have to do a texturizer, a texturizer whatever you have to do to make mm-hmm. your 4c tendrils look like that it's a process. Yo. I've decided. I've raised. That's what you, I think. Happened. I raised you your process. Okay. All right. I think she was the first one to have the baby hair lace front, and we just oh, were shit. not aware all this time. Okay. You want to know something else I observed? Okay. Chili, her sideburns, her sideburn edges. Okay. She cuts them into that shape. Oh my god! Like she gets them cut into, yo, into that. Now shape. I don't even believe those are her dimples. I don't believe anything. <laughs> I don't believe anything, okay? I, I don't believe that she wants to be on that show. I don't believe sh- that's a lot. Forget it. I'm not going to say what I said. Okay. We, we won't do it. We won't go any far. But I did want to share with you, like, really honestly, Chili from TLC, what if all these years she's been 4C, you know? And she hates fun so much that she's been just wearing potentially a lace front, a process, a conch. Who knows? Who knows? This is a lot. Thank you for your time. I have a podcast. This is what I use it for. <laughs> Queen. Yes. What are your affirmations this week? I affirm that I'm a bad bitch. I affirm that I'm enough. I affirm that I will be self-employed and financially wealthy without trauma. Because mm. fuck trauma. Yep. Come over here and get fucked up, trauma. That's right. That's what I got to say. That's right. I also affirm that I am well-rested. My hair and fashions are popping. Fashions. Fashions. You sound like you were a child. Fashion in the eighties. Fashions. Fashions. At least I was in the. I was a child in the eighties. Oh, okay. Okay. Fashions. 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 It sounds like it sounds like fashion plate, like that toy where you could switch all and the put different fashions. Yes, and yes, clothes yes different clothes, <laughs> different it. plates. So you sound like the fashion plates commercial. <laughs> my what? fashions. My hair and fashions. My hair and fashions are all up to date. Mm-hmm. My body and mind are healthy. And that I will always and forever stunt on these hoes. That's what I affirm. All right. Especially them nemesis hoes. Oh, my. Stunt on them. Okay. Okay, that's my affirmation. All right. That's cool. So last week, we talked a little bit about language. Language. 
And someone asked us a question about language. Mm-hmm. So I'm just going to read that little letter really quick. Okay. Mm-hmm. The subject is, oh, you do that. I can't do that Jamaican stuff. <laughs> I can barely do it. <laughs> can't do it either. Uh, the subject is, yo, what going my youth? See, I would have What's up? Yo, bless it, bless it, bless it. <laughs> scene, scene, scene. Okay. See? No, I wouldn't have do that. All right. Um, okay, so I'll read the letter. Thank you for doing the Jamaican. <laughs> I didn't do the Jamaican. Don't say that. That is not what I... I just read what was written here. Oh, gosh, but yes, Jarastafari, all that good stuff. I speak bronze. Ice, gold, and green. And nation of Islam. Okay. okay. Right. So, okay, I'll get into it. So, start starting with mad love. Y'all be doing your thing. Helping a heterosexual man understand views that may differ from my own. I've been on a journey to understand different people's plight because we're all carrying some load. I'm 25 now and I wish I knew what I know now in high school when I was treating women like shit. I hate it took me to become paralyzed at 19 to see the error of my ways. I've been working on myself and y'all helped me in my growth. Y'all are doing amazing things for black folks. Queen, keep talking your shit. I love science too. Hey, Jay, you are a true ally when it comes to speaking on color on colorism y'all use your frustration and anger so effectively finally became a patron member too hey thank Thank you you. are y'all doing another season review of dear white people yes we are we said it at the top of the episode Mm -hmm. because y'all shit was fire that's right thanks again last question what y'all feel about self-identifying with previously used slurs nigger negro nappy colored etc i chose i choose to identify with the with terms like this in a form of a silent rebellion. So that's the question. And then he goes on to say, I am a freelance writer with a blog where I write about how my accident affected me, my addiction to Zans, mad black shit, even short stories and poems. And then he left a link to his blog and it's called domfromdecatur.com. Mm-hmm. And we'll put the link to that in the show notes if yes. you want to check Dom out. Yo, thank you for your question. Thanks, Dom. Do you want to start? Or you want me to start? Maybe you start. Okay. Um, I don't have much to say yet. Okay. That's fine. Mm-hmm. How do I? F- how do we feel about self-identifying with previously used slurs like nigger, negro, nappy, colored, etc.? I didn't grow up throwing the word nigger around. Um, when I got to like school and shit, like niggas in school would do that, but that's not something that my family did comfortably or in my presence i heard my grandmother say it one time when she was telling a story about having to um wait the way jay's li- jay's eyes lit up i heard my grandmother <laughs> because she you know forgot. you get excited when you see like adults when yes you do, like that's things. exactly what it was yo she <laughs> forgot we were in the car and she was telling the story of being a kid and going to school and there was her mom had to go to work and so she had to bring they had to bring her little brother to school with Mm -hmm. them and she was like and that little nigga peed on himself they were like dragging him to school in like a red wagon like one of those little wagon Uh things or whatever and that nigga peed on himself like i could hear this is my grandmother and i could hear her frustration at having to bring that little nigga to school (laughs) um so that was the first time that i heard it like in a family context and um my understanding of like i didn't feel like oh i didn't feel like that i understood exactly what it was she was she was still using it lovingly but also like to talk about that little nigga peed on himself Mm -hmm. like yo what the fuck and 
we're trying to go to school and now we have to clean this up. And they weren't like far in age. Like she was a kid, he was a kid and mm-hmm. she was fucking annoyed. So, um, but yeah, so my first encounter with that was like going to school and hearing other people use it. And it's not something that I did. I don't think until maybe college. Um, but yeah, I don't mind it and I don't mind other people's comfort with it. I personally, and I use it casually now i don't like it i think when that's like the only language Mm -hmm. that's used like when i feel like people use it like the word like the like there's just like there's like nigga shit nigga shit nigga 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 shit shit, like that and that's just like a feeling of like you i like people who um my vocabulary could be broader, but I like people who like are creative with their words and mm-hmm. are thoughtful and shit like that. Yeah. And if you are using the same word in a like really repetitive nature, it just rubs me like super duper funny. Mm-hmm. So I don't I don't mind its use as long as I feel like it's thoughtful, as long as I feel like it's not for show or entertainment. And I really in college, I did come across white people who were there and, fr- like, from high school. Like, telling me, oh, well, my black friends in, in high school let me use the N-word and shit like that. So, like, yeah, use it. it I think there's a lot of rules to it mm-hmm. as people of color. Like, I don't feel like we should be using that word around white folks, personally. Like, like in the sense, this is not what I mean because I use it around yeah, white folks. Yeah, you mean, like... I mean, with white folks, yeah. like we're together and you can say this because I'm here yeah. and it's cool. And that that shit is not OK. But I actually do use it with and in front of white folks um, because like it, it makes them, makes uncomfortable, them uncomfortable. And I love it. I, I fucking that. love it. I don't it, even yo. use that word, but I like I love it. I, I love saying nigga in front of white people. OK, <laughs> especially white people who are my friends and care about me because they're still white and fuck you. And I might might even call you a nigga or some random like whatever it is what i just want to make you uncomfortable and i get i get I like a level of it. delight in it i, like I love to see it because you can't and these are people who absolutely know they can't say it because that's like the one little they thing can't you got. talk to me about it yeah and and i talk about as the, far as access yes the white people that i fucked with, i fuck with on any level like they I'm constantly talking about white supremacist, patriarchal capitalism, yada, yada, yada. Like, they know, like, we're, if we're still friends, we're past the nigga conversation. Like, we're not having it. Like, that's not a thing. Like, you're not going to talk to me about calling, like, it's not going to ever come up. I'm going to use the word nigga and that's it. Don't talk to me about it. Don't ask me shit about it. Like, I don't have those kinds of, like, white friends where we're having those A conversations. I have a friend who was uncomfortable retweeting things that have nigga in it. You better be. Yeah, I I enjoy it. Like, good. Good. Great good i like that about so her. yeah so i don't mind it but as long as it feels like something that like we're sharing in i feel like i'm not somebody who minds the word bitch but i feel like there have been people there have been dudes who say nigga regularly who then try to turn to me and try to um police my use of the word bitch you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. that's for me as a woman to decide like whether or not i want to use that it's a word that's been used against me and I've other had women the reverse happen to me. 
Go ahead. The reverse, because I don't really say nigga. Like, okay. I'm, like, I think the most I've said it is on the podcast. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't really just say nigga. Right, right, right. But I've had people police my use of the word bitch. And I'm like, but you say nigga. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, mm-hmm. like, you know, like in that way, like policing what I say. But like, I don't say nigga because I think growing up in the nation of Islam, our respectability is something different. We're trying to detach from all the things that the being enslaved created okay so like i'm just like was always very far removed from that word that's not something i heard in my family like ever that's not something we said mm-hmm. um and then when i heard it being said around me it was like they do that right because the nation of islam had us it was like making us feel like we were like better mm-hmm. so that's what they do over there they so eat I just, pork they yeah, say nigga they say nigga they the mm-hmm. lost founds that's what you call right. people who were not in the nation of islam mm-hmm. so i always kind of like that's that shit they do i don't do that shit so it just never became like common like vernacular for me to like say nigga but mm-hmm. i'll say it if it like works for the joke yeah. if it like shit like that mm-hmm. but i don't just i won't be like yo this nigga mm-hmm. like i'm never like i don't right. you know i don't do that so but do you have feelings about it now i don't i used to have stronger feelings about it because it was just like like i said like why are we using something that white supremacy created mm-hmm. i still have things about that mm-hmm. but it's just like i feel like it's, i have bigger things to yell at yeah at this point mm-hmm. um so that's kind of how i feel about it now right. like there's worse things than black people calling each other nigga mm-hmm. <laughs> like yeah, yeah, yeah. way worse things yeah. i'm past that when i was 22 maybe that mattered mm-hmm. that doesn't matter right now mm-hmm. um for me so like nah that's not a thing and then i'm looking at the words like nappy i never had issues with the word nappy you no, me neither. i i never had issues with the word and i used to as a 4c girl i used to use that word affirmingly like i didn't yeah, i never like yeah i'm happy me nappy my hair is nappy da, 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 da. and same. i and i didn't grow up um in like a good hair bad hair house we didn't use exactly, that language same, with hair same. so, so I, I was fine feelings. yeah i was fine with the word nappy but i did um i had i don't really use it as much anymore because i I know that there are a lot of people especially now that everyone is more comfortable with natural hair i kind of grew up doing natural hair stuff before that was a movement and so now that everyone is doing it and it could be somebody across from you who has a full head of 4c natural hair and is still struggling with it Mm -hmm. and and doesn't feel um necessarily good about being quote-unquote nappy or having kinky hair or whatever so i use it less because i just feel like it's still so many people who even though we have this natural hair movement it's still people who actually don't feel good about having natural hair they just do it now really honestly because having a perm is kind of washed but hey whatever you know just you know i'm not yeah i'm not judging right i'm not judging you but i'm saying stylistically right now that's on the list of like shit that might be like considered washed what are you doing with it what are you i don't i'm not judging i'm not judging but yeah yeah. so it's people walking around with their hair natural that aren't necessarily comfortable with being natural and so i don't want to i don't want to hurt anyone's feelings and people don't necessarily people don't because when you live in a white supremacist patriarchal capitalistic society niggas don't always know where you're coming from so i've embraced the word i'm cool with it but somebody i'm talking to might not be cool with it and i think that um i think that we're a lot more versed in the ways in which we use the n-word than we are with other words like nappy and stuff stuff like like that that. it's just Mm -hmm. we never know how someone else like feels about it yeah that's true you was gonna say something whatever who the hell says colored um i I don't know who says color oh but you know what else i think about this Mm -hmm. i know that like 
uh, the explanation that a lot of people have used about using the word nigga have been like to take something horrible and make it good or whatever. And I think that like a lot can be said for like looking at shit that everyday people do and like creating an answer for it mm-hmm. and saying and studying it and explaining like why people do it. But I think on like a person to person level, um, the concept of like taking the power away from the word when white folks still leverage that word like in a hateful way like it still hurts you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. and it, and it's not like oh that hurts my feelings cuz that's a mean word or whatever it's it's not like we know that we are not whatever they intend from using that language, we know that we are not that as people, but there's power behind that. Like That word people, is not like, safe. You're not, not safe. safe. You yes. hear that word and you're instantly you know not, you're safe. not safe. So you either want to fuck somebody up or you mm-hmm. want to run and hide because yes. that word is not safe. Yes. There's no safety in that word when it comes out of the mouth of a person who's not black. people still die. Yes. People still die off of that word. Mm-hmm. People, our rights, we don't have rights based on that word and thoughts behind that word our president believes in that shit believes mm-hmm. in that white supremacist well, doctrine that supports that word what all, all of them. oh yeah they all have <laughs> excuse me vocally vocally mm-hmm. vocally believes in it uh excluding obama mm-hmm. said they all have believed in it not not obama okay okay i just want to say it. i don't know like that i'm joking <laughs> <laughs> i'm joking i'm joking Ah, that was funny. <laughs> Ooh, that was good. That was good. That was like running around the block for me. That was good. Um, yeah. So like, there's there's power and shit behind it. So I think the idea of like taking power away from the word, like I don't think that word has lost any any power, power. at all. Like niggas was saying wrong- nigga casual. Like I said, my grandmother, a memory from the past, had her call her brother like a nigga in a story that was taking place decades later. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Just be like. Niggas been saying nigga. So that the power in that word, I don't think is lost on us reappropriating it for ourselves. Yeah, we just do that. what we want mm-hmm. and and that shit is fine. And we say it's You each can't other take away the power for the word if you don't have fucking power. There's that. You don't have power. Yeah. We don't got power. How mm-hmm. are you removing the power of, yeah. from a word if you and your black ass don't even have power? That don't make any sense. It doesn't make sense. I never understood that either. Right. But I do enjoy using it casually and I enjoy fucking with white people yeah so, I, I do like doing that's that. always a delight so yeah yo do your thing dom thank you so much for your letter i thank appreciate you. you you want to take a break yeah let's take a break right. money 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 <laughs> money <laughs> do you know what this year is what every year is all about yeah but like giving black women year. your money yes give okay. black women your money hashtag pay black women okay, yo okay okay so how so. do they give black women their money well they can start by giving us their money oh yes yes we do this dope ass women is race nerd podcast every motherfucking every week, week. sometimes and, twice um, a week yeah yo <laughs> and we could use your loving motherfucking donations um, we definitely can absolutely so how can you do that you can go to our website tvsqueenandj.com hit that donate tab Mm -hmm. we have two options there two two you become a patron or you can just donate through paypal you choose we Mm -hmm. give you a choice on how you give us money that's right if you want to donate via patreon we're asking all of our listeners to break us off two dollars a month 
That's $24 a year. And if everybody who listens does that shit, we will have everything that we need to do everything we want to do for this podcast. Everything. And if you love us so much that you want to break us off a one-time donation, a multiple-time donation, or if you don't like the the once-a-month kind of system, you can go to our PayPal and give us any amount of money. We will take that shit. We will love that shit. We will appreciate that we shit. We will use that shit. That's right. So once again, teawithqueenandjay.com. Hit the donate tab and choose your donation method of choice. Oh my God, we're going to get money. Again! <laughs> All the time. Yes. And we're black! All the time. All right. So we got another T-mail from someone who listens to our demisexual conversation. Mm-hmm. All right, so this is from Aviva, and Aviva says, I know this was a few episodes back, but thank you all for speaking on the demisexuality letter. It was mad affirming. I had also listened to a Stephanie from Bag Ladies and her interview on Inner Ho Uprising earlier this summer, and it was comprehensive to hear you, Jay, speak on your experience. I especially appreciate your li- your linking rejection and dating to how it affects your depression or feeling mentally well or unwell i think this can be mad helpful for demisexuals to hear and it was for me i've known about demi for a while but to hear more peeps speak on it out loud is affirming out here thank you and thanks queen for bringing up the con and thanks queen for bringing up the conflation of of quote-unquote acceptable femme living with not being a hoe and how that can bury demisexuality a little i hear that it's partly why I couldn't speak up for my deminess while for a while as a queer as a queer pan radical black feminist thinking I just had to deprogram shit. I like Jay identify as a very sexual person but am mad demi, so demi is its own shit, so I really love this segment. Thanks for the nuance and for sharing, Aviva. Thank you so much, Aviva, yo. We appreciate you. Thank you. Um, Thank for acknowledging and- nuance. Nuance, yo. Skip that a lot. Yeah, no, nuance is super important. Word. I'm going to leave a link to um, the episode where we discuss demisexuality on this podcast and the episode of Inner Whole Uprising, where Stephanie was a guest and discussed her experience with demisexuality. It's mm-hmm. funny. I think the first time I heard of demisexuality is when Stephanie mentioned it on Bag Ladies podcast. I don't know how many years ago it mm-hmm. was that she mentioned that, but she mentioned it. And then I was like, oh, that sounds like me exactly but then i heard someone else say something and i was like oh no no no, that's not me and then <laughs> I'm, let me back this car let me just move on out of here yeah, this, this ain't my lane let me <laughs> switch out of here um turn your blinkers on that's right and then i heard her talk about it again on her uprising and i was like no that's like me and i know mad other people who are like yeah like i've been having this experience mm-hmm. and it's not discussed and i thought i was a weirdo or i thought like um I didn't know how to process it. And it's been cool. I didn't really realize that I kind of, I kind of needed to know what the fuck or like to know it's been helpful knowing that like, I'm not the only person who's having this experience and that I'm not a weirdo or language helps you find community. Yeah. And so that's been really helpful or even like to be able to say something to someone. And I, I mean, I always said to people, Oh, I don't really like people like that, but to be able to have like a, word for that experience mm-hmm. and that process and um and i'm sure when you say that people just think that that means you don't like them when you're like saying i don't really like people like that right right people right make that right, about right, them right. it's like it's not about you it's not about you yo motherfucker especially since you date men man fucking so, men yo 
Yeah. Fucking. I mostly date men, so I don't know. I'm men. acting like this. <laughs> yeah, but you have other options. Yeah. You know, that, that you, you explore. Do I? Not. Yeah. <laughs> fucking men. Sorry, that, that really fucking My bad. You. Okay, I'm back. Take you down there. I'm back, I'm back, I'm back. Yeah, so thank you so much. And I appreciate everybody who has reached out in our discussion about that. Because I did also feel like when I talked about it, I was like, are niggas going to think I'm not a sexual person? Because I'm a very sexual person. She be fucking. Be fucking. Be fucking. Be thinking about fucking. Sorry, I This did. is scary. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to affirm my fucktitude. <laughs> Full of fucktitude. Okay. But anyway, yeah. So thank you. Thank you so much uh, for writing in about that. We appreciate you, yo. Word, word, word. Nigga. All right, and then you have one last team mail that yeah. you need to get into. Yes, yes, okay. yes. So just just to preface, this this team mail doesn't ask a question, but I think it gives us good conversation. So just for the listeners to feel guided, I would like to know that if I was listening. So um, this letter is from Alicia, and she's saying, "Hi, I'm writing just to say that I love y'all so much." Y'all are so funny and relatable and give words to things that I couldn't articulate. I wait all week for Queen's funny outbursts and Jay's fun facts and sexy deep voice. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Jay, you made me feel normal when you talked about being demisexual. Look at that. See? Ouch here. See? Ouch here not being attracted to people. See? But fucking or not. And Queen, insert lip smack. When you talked talked about letting your boo go because it wasn't serving you. OMG. I did the same thing with my baby daddy. And he was like, I'm not cheating or I'm not cheating or beating on you. You should be happy. Niggas. Niggas being niggas. Like what? Doing niggas shit. Yeah. This next um, thing is exactly how I feel. But anyway, just wanted to send y'all some love through the ethers, hugs, and kisses. Thank so, you. Thank you, Alicia. Thank you for that letter, yo. So, and thank you for using the word niggas so we knew exactly what, <laughs> what you, you meant, meant. Yo. That was the sentence, niggas. It's a period right yeah, after it. And we so, get it. And, and we, we understand it. what you mm-hmm. mean. Yes, because nuance. We didn't go into it a lot last episode. Right. But like, Jay and I have both kind of experienced like men who think that because they're not beating your eyeballs out your head. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm not beating on you. I'm not cheating on you. What? Could you, what What more do you want? I'm a prince. You're not a, what? I am a gift. I'm, yeah. You know how many bitches want somebody, want somebody who's not like cheating me, on them? Not cheating or or beating, beating on them? What? What the fuck? The bar is hell. It's on the floor, yo. The it's, bar is on the floor. The bar is hell. Mm-hmm. So I'm sure that we're not those. You sent this letter. We don't, we know that that's not the case. Yeah. And then we know that there's a lot of case for a lot of people who date men. Where people, when they assume that because they're not abusing you, physically abusing you, mm-hmm. or doing huge amounts of emotional trauma or abuse, yeah. that you're that they're a good catch and that they're okay mm-hmm. and that the situation is fine. So I want to like bring my situation into it. Like mine was actually what I perceived for most of the relationship was like really really healthy, mm-hmm. but then there were pieces that were not that I didn't realize till later. Mm-hmm. Like neglect is kind of neglect was something that I was experiencing a lot in my relationship. So because this person wasn't beating me, because this person wasn't cheating on me, because mm-hmm. this person was a nice person to me, yeah. when I brought things to their attention, like, hey, this is a problem. Can we fix it? They were actively try to fix it. We would have conversations about it. like me and this person literally never yelled at each other mm-hmm. because it was like, you know, they would try to productively 
and proactively solve problems, mm-hmm. talk it out, like shit like that. So in my mind, I'm thinking, okay, this is good. When in reality, it was not good because it wasn't serving me. Like I said in the last episode, like it wasn't. Sometimes you want people, but it's not like what you need. Mm-hmm. And with me and him is when I realized like, this is not what I need. I need someone who's like sweating me a little more. Not yeah. even a little more. I need someone who's sweating me a lot mm-hmm. more mm-hmm. than this. I need someone who's around me way more than this. I need yeah. someone who's like present, especially if I know neglect is a trigger of mine. Mm-hmm. This is a problem. But yeah. because this person wasn't doing these huge outrageous things that I've experienced in past relationships or have seen people go through in relationships mm-hmm. that I thought that stuff was fine. Right. Or like, I do appreciate the friends that I have around me now because for a while I didn't say that I broke up with him because it was like, I didn't want people being like, well, ain't nothing happening. Ain't nothing go, why don't you ain't try and work it out? Well, try. he's trying. Maybe but you just need to try. Yeah, you know, you know it's not that bad. As long as he's trying, it ain't that bad. It what do you bad. want? That's unreasonable. That's yeah, so mm-hmm. none of y'all did that, but that's why I like kept it to myself for a little while because yeah. it was like, I need to like sit in this decision mm-hmm. for myself because mm-hmm. I know this is good for me. Right. But I didn't want to hear that stuff because it was like, well, he ain't cheat and mm-hmm. he ain't this and he mm-hmm. ain't that. And I'm used to that in my past and I'm right. used to like women um, kind of, we're like socialized to stand by bullshit. And honestly, it is so heartbreaking when I hear people that I love tell me stories of, and, and this because it's you this is like this is a mild example Mm -hmm. like it was neglect and you knew it wasn't working for you and so you left that situation but but yeah i would watch my friends talk about being in like an emotionally abusive relationship or like you know somebody gaslighting them or somebody manipulate or somebody who clearly just don't really want to be with them yeah you know mm-hmm. or somebody who they've said a million times yo when you do this it makes me uncomfortable and they keep doing that mm-hmm. thing and it, again it's not abuse it's not excuse me it's not physical abuse mm-hmm. it's not cheating and so they'll tell me yeah i was talking to so-and-so and she said you know i should just try again or i should just try this and i'm listening and i'm like yo i know that so-and-so let's call her let's call her dana you let's know. call her mary okay. i know mary loves my homegirl. I know mm-hmm. she loves her, but why would you give her this toxic fucking advice? Yeah. If we we've been socialized to think that if a man is not beating you, if he's not cheating on you, he's good. And you got to stick with him and let him try. He's trying, mm-hmm. right? He's trying. Yeah. Yo, everybody who's trying isn't getting it, and it doesn't have to and be are they for trying you because they're not beating your eyeball out your head. Right. Like, right. are they really right? Right. Right. Trying. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then also like you mentioned. That you would communicate with your partner mm-hmm. and, and, you know, he would I try and work on things. I would say he was the best communicator I've ever had mm-hmm. right. in a romantic relationship. Right, right, right. Yeah. yeah. And and that he would try, but it was like a repeat cycle. And mm-hmm. I think a lot of us end up in cycles because we're with nice people. We end up, we'll talk about something. It'll, it'll, they'll try and it'll change for a week or whatever. And then it'll be back to like square one. And sometimes it's okay with like little things or whatever. But if it's something that you know is like a trigger for you, neglect, or if it's something that you know is maybe something manipulative is happening or something that like we all have like deal breakers and things that, and we're not talking about, oh, well, my man, he needs to call me every week on a Monday at seven o'clock. Or like, we're not talking about shit like like that. that. We're talking about things that like, I don't even have time for that. That part. We're talking about things that like fuck with your mental health or things that you know that this is something that doesn't work for you because it's a trigger for you. It could be anything. And if that's a trigger for you, whether it's something that maybe you need to work on or whatever, 
that it might be something that like that's not going to change right now and so does that mean that you should be in a relationship that's making you unhappy because the person is nice Nice. or because the person tries and it's okay for two days and it goes back to whatever no if it's not working for you it's not working for you also we're not talking about we're not like married and different people have different types of relationship maybe if you're in a marriage perhaps that's something that you want to continue to try i guess if the, different people have different arrangements i guess if you're in new york you don't need a reason to divorce so <laughs> that is funny as hell i'm just saying but different people have different arrangements and for some people marriage means like working on shit trying shit and enduring shit and for some married people um i guess the rules are fucking different i don't fucking know i don't know but either. i just wanted to be clear that i don't My know what that was yeah <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that. Um, <laughs> yeah, about your marriage. Anyway, <laughs> yeah, the d- rules are different for different types of relationships. Mm-hmm. But I think that a lot of single women who date cis men are trying to make things work with people that they don't have to. Yeah, like, like yeah, acting. You li- like I think a lot of times we have to like we have to. I think stop believing in like the potential or like what a person could be like the motherfucker is who he is sitting right in front and i Mm -hmm. think that's what i that's what i came to it was like this is who this person is and it's not right for me Mm -hmm. like it's just not that's who they are Mm -hmm. that's how they operate and let me just make let me make the decision right and to like not do this Mm -hmm. because they're going to be who they are regardless of me i think a lot of times we think that Especially when you love the person and you know they love you. I know he loves me too. Mm-hmm. You think that they're going to change or whatever because love. Like yeah. love. And it's like, nah, that motherfucker. That's who that motherfucker is before. Mm-hmm. Like, he lived how long before me was this motherfucker. Right. So to sum all of that up, men are trash. Garbage. You're, y'all never really a catch. You're just probably yeah. just like not, don't have us, you know, you have a bunch of apples and it's like, mm-hmm. oh, this has the least amount of bruises yeah. on it. Like, you're not that amazing if you Mm -hmm. think you're a great catch you're probably not i think that you can actually um like demand what you want i think a lot of people are afraid to do that because so many of us have just accepted that they're garbage and we should accept what we can get or work with what we have or whatever like if you expect more like it is possible for you to get more. more yeah and then at least if you demand more and you still don't get it then it's like, okay, this is not, yeah. this doesn't work. Yeah, it affirms more. Right. Like, and that for me, that's what it affirmed. Like, okay, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. we talked about this. This is the happen. Okay. This, right. is, this is not what it is. Yeah. There is somebody out there that's on whatever wave that you're on. And, and I think as somebody who is committed to, is committed to dating less garbage, I have thus dated less people because I am repulsed by more niggas. But um, they're fucking repulsive. They're fucking repulsive. But I do still date. I do still meet people that I like, that I fuck with. I do still meet people who I can say, yo, men are garbage. And this is the type of garbage that I don't deal with. And it's okay. If I'm dating a guy and he can't, he's not comfortable with me saying that men are garbage or men are trash, he's not somebody yeah, that I could date. It's not. like hanging out with a white person that doesn't want to hear you talk about white supremacy. So we can't be friends then. That's yeah. it. Um, so yeah, I think that you can, you can demand more. Yes, you will date less dudes because they're garbage, but you'll date more quality. Word. Hopefully. And I think it's cool Maybe. that you was like, you know what, baby daddy, I don't want to be with you. Congratulations, yo. You know, that's dope. 
Congratulations. So we said that was our last letter. Our last letter. We fucking lied. We lied. I have one more, and then we're gonna get the fuck out of here. And so, all right. So this letter is from the homie Adrian. Adrian, yes, we are reading an abridged version of the dissertation that you fucking sent us. So we have shortened it, and we're gonna read it. Thank you for sending. All right. So Adrian says, I haven't sent y'all a letter in a while, so I don't so I don't want you to think I forgot about y'all. Plus, y'all haven't had a chance to think about possibly adding. Guess what? That's right. The Samuel L. Jackson speech from a time to kill to the pit. For anyone who doesn't know, if this is your first episode of Tea with Queen and Jay, we on our longer form episode, not longer, but on our more our more formatted formatted segmented episodes, we have a segment called The Pit that has an intro that includes Samuel L. Jackson and Adrian has petition been petitioning us to add this to it for a long time. And you know what? We're not. Yeah. All right. <laughs> so <laughs> So Adrian says, so as 2019 is the year we give black women our money, our money, our money for what? Please take these funds and consider if maybe that can be added to the pit intro. Keep trying to buy that from us, <laughs> Adrian. Every time you donate, you're like, hey, we're not going to add it. Okay. That's funny. It's Actually, it's funny. You Ask me again. It makes me laugh. It makes me laugh. <laughs> Um, also, this email is super late, but I just wanted to give you all and Diamond of Marsha's Plate a huge shout out. Episode 159 with Diamond on your podcast and Diamond's episode with her brother, which is number 58 of Marsha's Plate. We'll include both these episodes in the show notes are like the gold standard and a blueprint of dropping knowledge on folks regarding trans issues. I first listened to your episode 159 with Diamond and was immediately struck by how comfortable she was and how much I was learning because she was in a safe space where she could be her full self and not worry about defending her womanhood or humanity and she even touched on it that if she's constantly fighting a battle of defending herself we won't get to learn from her what it's actually like being a trans woman apart from dealing with bigotry i think she likened it to taking a 101 course and not being able to get to 102 or 201 etc if all we do is rehash 101 stuff and that made so much sense because as she spoke about her normal daily life i realized how little i knew about trans persons because i only understood them as people to defend within the debates i have with transphobic folks for example i had never considered Considered what it's like to date as a trans woman. She talked about the reality of what her expectations need to be and how her rules wouldn't look like cishet rules for dating. That's the kind of things people don't get to learn. Also, when Queen mentioned there's a podcast with Diamond interviewing Diamond's brother Rakim, I went and listened. And again, I was just very aware of how much I learned because Diamond was able to speak freely about her life without judgment or worrying about any outside noise. It was just her and her brother being open and honest about growing up in troubled surroundings, something so many folks can relate to. It was also good to hear how Diamond being trans really wasn't an issue for her and her brother. It was just something they had to deal with because other people were ignorant. We're going to also, like I said, we're going to leave the link to that episode in the show notes, but it really is an excellent episode. And Adrian goes on to say in this letter, he says a bunch of other fantastic things about it. I'm going to actually send this to Diamond just in case he hasn't already, because it is a really good 
commentary. Um, the interview, he goes on to say, the interview was brilliantly done, and I definitely believe these episodes can be and should be a start for people who need to learn more about trans persons as actual people and not just abstract people in a fight for equality. So yeah, this is mad late. My bad. I take full responsibility. To be honest, I got more to say. All right, calm down, Adrian. Calm, yeah, please calm, calm, down. calm down. I watched Shrill on Hulu and loved your review, and I could ramble about it, but I'm going to spare you. Thank, Thank you. you. <laughs> We're going to leave the link to the Shrill episode in the show notes as well. Anyway, I'm out. Pay black women. Peace. Thank you for that, Adrian. Thanks, Adrian. We appreciate you. And we appreciated this dissertation. We did read the whole thing, like, to ourselves. Maybe Jay did. <laughs> um. So I think we did a motherfucking show. Remember to watch Dear White People on Netflix if you want to listen to our spoiler-filled review um, next week. Or don't watch it if you don't mind spoilers, And yo. just listen. That's just cool. Listen. Yeah, you'll yeah. be able to follow, follow along. Mm-hmm. It'll still be interesting. Yeah. Our reviews are amazing. They're into the amazing. Show. Just know that they're amazing. That's also, we are taking a break on Labor Day week. week. So please remember that. Put that in your shed. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Do right. that. Yes. Yes. Um, if you plan to come to the Bad Bitch Affirmation Workshop on August 16th, just make sure you RCP. That link is in the show notes. I think that's it. So that's it. be sure to follow us on the social medias. We are on Instagram and Twitter. Follow us there at T with QJ. We are also on Tumblr and Facebook. Just search for T with Queen and J there and follow or do whatever you do with those apps. Send us email at T with Queen and J at gmail.com. We love the letters. Send us some T-mail. You can donate to our podcast by going to our website, tvqueenandj.com. Is there anything else? I think that's all the things. Yeah. Okay, cool. Hashtag Black Lives Matter. Say her name. Stop killing trans women. Disability to white. Maybe he doesn't hit you. You okay, sis? You okay, sis? Black Panther so lit. Why I stayed. Hashtag T with QJ, hashtag pod in, hashtag in a whole uprising, unpack BG. Mm-hmm. Hashtag bag ladies, hashtag queer walk, hashtag queer walk pod, hashtag Marsha's plate, hashtag sexually liberated woman. Okay, let's get out of here. This podcast was created, hosted, and produced by a black girl named Janicia and a black girl named Naima with production support from a black person named Ameka. T with Queen and J, we turn up responsibly. And now bye. I mean, you know, America's not unique in its sins <laughs> as a country. We're not unique in our evils, to be honest with you. Um, I think where, we're, where we may be singular is our, fu- our refusal to acknowledge them. <laughs> and the legends and myths we tell about our inherent, you know, goodness. Uh, to hide and cover and conceal so that we can maintain a kind of willful ignorance that protects our innocence. See, the thing is that when we, the Tea Party was happening, we used people were, we were saying, pundits, oh, it's just about economic populism. <laughs> it's not about race. <clears throat> when people knew, people knew, social scientists were already writing that what was driving the Tea Party were anxieties about economic demographic anxiety. shifts, that the country was changing, that they were seeing these racially ambiguous babies on, on Cheerios commercials that the country wasn't quite feeling like it was a white nation anymore. And people were screaming from the top of their lungs, yo, this is not just simply economic populism. This is the ugly underbelly of the country. See, the thing is, is this, and I'll say this 
and I'll take the hit on it. There are communities that have had to bear the brunt of America confronting, white Americans confronting the danger of their innocence. And it happens every generation. So somehow we have to kind of, oh my God, is this who we are? And just again, another, here's another generation of babies. Think about it, a two-year-old had his bro bones broken by two parents trying to shield him from being killed. A woman who has been married to this man for as long as I've been on the planet almost lost her, lost her husband. For what? And so what we know is that the country has been playing politics for a long time on this hatred. We know this. So it's easy for us to place it all on Donald Trump's shoulders. It's easy for us to place Pittsburgh on his shoulders. It's easy for me to place Charlottesville on his shoulders. It's easy for us to place El Paso on his shoulders. This is us. And if we're going to get past this, we can't blame it on him. He's a manifestation of the ugliness that's in us. I've had the privilege of growing up in a tradition that didn't believe in the myths and the legends because we had to bear the brunt of them. Either we're going to change, Nicole, are we going to do this again and again? And babies are going to have to grow up without mothers and fathers, uncles and aunts, friends, while we're trying to convince white folk to finally leave behind a history that will maybe, maybe, or embrace a history that might set them free from being white. Finally.